0: Vacation starts with VA. One thing you'll love about your trip to Virginia is that you'll never have to settle for one thing. All that you love is all in one trip. Start yours at Virginia.org. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.
1: Hey, Browns fans. Before we get started, just want to thank the sponsors of today's show. Head to omahastakescom slash dogs, D-A-W-G-S right now and use promo code dogs when you check out. Take advantage of the 50% off site-wide sale, plus you'll get eight free burgers with your order. And again, use that code dogs when you check out to get $30 off your order. And Danger Coffee. Get 10% off at dangercoffee.com slash dogs. Use promo code DOGS. 10% off mold free, toxin free, delicious coffee. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Stakes. Josh all alone. Coming back to you guys with another episode of State of the Browns, breaking down the Browns positional units one by one, going through guys that are on the team right now under contract heading into 2024. Everything about them, what they did in 23, what their contract situations look like, and then talking about which guys are free agents and all that kind of good stuff. And today we are going to move interior on the d-line i did defensive ends on the previous episode it ran a little long so i decided to split it into two parts and now we're going to dive into defensive tackles cover those guys there's quite a few names to talk about some interesting situations for a few of these that we'll get into so before we do like i always tell you guys make sure you subscribe on youtube like this video tap the notification bell so you don't miss when the next state of the browns comes out when the next draft prospect video when the next full episode with the guys everything We actually have a new segment that will be starting soon. I've shared this with everybody in the Patreon and our Discord, so I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet to the public, but it is going to be exciting. We're looking very much forward to the new stuff coming out from the Dogs Podcast, another reason why you want to make sure you got that notification bell tapped so you do not miss any of it. So now let's dive in to the defensive tackle position, and we are going to kick things off. With our guy, Dalvin Tomlinson, six foot three, 325 pounds, born in McDonough, Georgia. He actually won three state titles in wrestling. Kind of a cool stat about him. Big dude, I could see it. I, I would hate to have to go up and wrestle freaking Dalvin Tomlinson. He played his college football at Alabama. He was a second round pick, number 55 overall in 2017 by the New York Giants. This in 2023 was his seventh season in the league. He will turn 30 years old uh, on February 28th. So probably right around the time you guys are watching this, I'm guessing. He missed, you know, I was, I put in here in February 28th. So he just missed the leap year. And uh, his birthday, like I said, is either coming up or it's already passed. So either way, happy big 30 30th birthday to Dalvin Tomlinson. So moving over to the stats, Dalvin Tomlinson on the season had just three missed tackles. He had 28 total tackles, four tackles for loss, three sacks, which is the second most of his career. So that's cool. Um, and that's pretty much it for those those basic counting stats. So let's move over here to the... Adv- okay, that's right. I wanted to talk about the advanced metrics again from ESPN. So I did this with Miles Garrett because all I could really find were the top 10 in each of these categories for ESPN. I haven't found like their entire listing yet, but when I do, I will talk about it, but they have, like I talked about with Garrett, they have a run, stop, win rate. So I didn't really explain this last time, but I'll explain it here. A run, stop, win rate, according to ESPN, how they track this is a, uh, a defender can earn a win by doing any of the following beating his blocker. So he's in a better position to stop the runner, disrupting the pocket or running lane by pushing his blocker backward, containing the runner such that he must adjust his running lane Or recording a tackle within three yards of the line of scrimmage. If a defender earns a run-stop win, his blocker earns a loss, and vice versa. So, in terms of interior defensive linemen, defensive tackles, Dalvin Tomlinson was ranked number two in the NFL, according to ESPN, with 43% run-stop win rate. He had 86 wins on 198 plays, and he had a 39% win rate against double teams. So... Just like Miles Garrett, he, I mean, he was, uh, what did I tell you guys? He was number two in pass rush win rate. He was number seven in run stop win rate for defensive ends. And then we've got Dalvin Tomlinson on that D line, who's number two defensive tackle in run stop win rate. So awesome, awesome stuff for Dalvin Tomlinson. And also, what's interesting here, actually, Jordan Elliott was number six in this category with a 40% run stop win rate 72 wins on 181 plays his double team rate was actually even higher than dalvin's at 45 percent. so the browns actually had two defensive tackles in the top 10 of run stop wins so we'll get to jordan elliott here in a little bit but he was kind of a surprising dude this year but back to dalvin tomlinson move over to pff minimum of 250 snaps that was 128 qualifying defensive tackles he had a 63.3 defense grade that was 49th overall, 73.2 pass rush, that was 30th overall, 36 total pressures that was tied for 31st. 23 hurries, his uh, PFF pass rush win rate was 9.7%, 38 per, or that was 38th overall. He had a 52.1 run defense grade and 11 stops on the season. Dalvin Tomlinson, in terms of his contract, signed a four-year. $57 million deal with the Browns in 2023. His 2024 cap hit is just $6.5 million. His dead cap is $22.2 million. So the Browns are locked into Dalvin Tomlinson. He is going to be the anchor of the interior D-line for 2024. So go ahead and lock him into the lineup with Miles Garrett, Oboe, Alex Wright, the guys we talked about in the last episode. And in terms of guys who played a lot of snaps for the Browns at defensive tackle in 2023, that's it. Dalvin Tomlinson, that's your guy. That's your guy under contract for 2024. And everybody else is either a free agent or they are Siaki Ika. (laughs) That's really it. Siaki Ika is the only other guy. On the roster at the defensive tackle position, six foot three, three hundred and twenty-five pounds, born in Salt Lake City, Utah. He started his college career at LSU, but then he transferred to Baylor during his sophomore season. He was the Browns' third round pick, number 98 overall in 2023. He was a rookie last year by the Browns. And he just turned 23 in November. So November during the 24 season, he'll be 24. As far as stats go, he only appeared in four games plus the wild card game. Uh, He played 100 100 snaps on defense, just five on special teams. He didn't record any stats, no tackles, sacks, nothing like that. Uh, He did have two missed tackles. Overall, it was a disappointing rookie season, I think, for the, you know, it was a third-round pick that the Browns used on Siaki Ika, and he essentially didn't play, did nothing. He, He missed the first 13 weeks. He was a healthy scratch until Maurice Hurst went on IR, but it's also understandable. I I say it's disappointing because we wanted to see him out there, but I mean, he had Dalvin Tomlinson, Jordan Elliott, Maurice Hurst, Shelby Harris in front of him, Miles Garrett coming down, playing inside sometimes, Z doing that. So, you know, it, it was the path for Siaki Ika to get on the field was not an easy one and you know he just didn't have a whole lot of impact now I still believe in him I still think that he can be a contributor to the Browns defense in 24 and we're going to need him to be with you know everybody's contract situations we need these guys on the rookie deals to step up and be a force where they are asked to be a force so I'm hoping that the team feels confident enough to allow him to step into a larger role in 2024 and we'll see how things go as the you know, as free agency, the draft, and, and the camps and preseason we go, we'll see how it all unfolds for Siaki Ika. Last year, he signed his four-year, $5.3 million rookie deal with the Browns. This year, his cap hit is just $1.2 million. He's got a $643,000 dead cap, so essentially nothing. So right now, like I said, Dalvin Tomlinson and Siaki Ika are your dudes at the defensive tackle position for the Browns in 2024. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, you know my household runs on Omaha Steaks, and that's why I'm so excited that 50% off site wide is back. That's right. It's Omaha Steaks President's Day sale. And right now, listeners of this show can go to slash dogs, D A W G S, use promo code DOGS when you check out and get eight free burgers with your order. With the price of food and meat nowadays being sky high, these are my favorite sales of the year because nothing can beat. 50% 50% off all the juicy, tender steaks, burgers, chicken, pork, seafood, et cetera, plus grab a package with the caramel apple tartlets for dessert. I never order anything from Omaha Steaks without getting those caramel apple tartlets. Take advantage of this sale right now. Before it's over, that's 50% off site-wide at omahasteaks.com dogs. Use promo code dogs and get eight free burgers with your order. Hey, Ohio, if you haven't downloaded the BetMGM app yet, you'll definitely want to take advantage of this limited time offer. New users who sign up through our link must deposit $10 and place the first wager of $5 on any live bet. Once your bet is placed, you will instantly receive $150 in bonus bets. You will get three bonus bet tokens of $50, allowing you to make multiple wagers with your bonuses. This offer is only available if you sign up through our link, which you can find in the description below or scan the QR code on your screen to start signing up. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 and older and physically present in Ohio. Bio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you qualify.
0: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: So now we'll talk about the guys that were uh, that are free agents because I do not believe we have any. Oh, we do. I'm sorry. Let me back that up. We do have two reserve future guys on contracts with the Browns. We've got Jaden Peavy and Chris Williams, two defensive tackles that the Browns have signed to reserve futures deals. But now we'll move into free agents. And the main guy here that was, I mean, he was a surprise. Honestly, for us, definitely for me in 2023 was Jordan Elliott. You know, he was a guy going into the season that we talked about could potentially get cut. You know, he was on the last year of his rookie deal. Hadn't done a whole lot for the Browns to this point. Hadn't really produced very much. And you know he comes out week one and he's, he's the starter next to Dalvin Tomlinson. It was like, okay, what did we miss? Like, what have what what Browns fans missed with Jordan Elliott? Because up to this and even Barry Shuck mentioned when I talked to him about defensive tackle prospects for the Browns how he's never really liked Jordan Elliott. Cause honestly, this was the first year he really did much. So Jordan Elliott real quick, 6'4, 302, third round pick number 88 overall in 2020 by the Browns. He was one of uh, Andrew Barry's first draft picks when he became general manager. He came out of Missouri. He just turned 26 in November and this was his fourth and final season in the league on his rookie deal with the Browns. So he is now a free agent. Jordan Elliott Stats. Let's see. He missed just two tackles on the season. He had 21 total tackles, three tackles for loss, two and a half sacks, and one pass breakup. So, like I mentioned, he was ESPN's number sixth overall defensive tackle in terms of run stop win rate with 40%, 72 wins on 181 plays. His double team win rate was even higher than his single team, which is crazy 45%. So, again, the Browns, along with Dalvin Tomlinson, That's why Jordan Elliott was the starter next to Tomlinson. They had two defensive tackles in the top 10 of run-stop-win rate, according to ESPN. So whether you believe in all these fancy advanced metrics or not, or they're fake stats or whatever bullshit people want to say, Jordan Elliott was making an impact on the defensive line. That's why he was in there. His PFF grades were all pretty low, 12 pressures in the passing or pass rush game, 11 stops in the run game. But the ESPN stat about his run stoppage was, was really key for me. And he was kind of a lockdown dude in the center of that line along with Dalvin Tomlinson. And that's why, again, like I said, he was there. So I'm not sure if the Browns are going to be interested in bringing him back. They've got another third round investment right now, waiting on the roster. Siaki Ika, I just talked about. So they're kind of, they've got a guy that could hopefully step into that position. I would, um, if it were up to me at this point in time, even though Jordan Elliott, like I said about the run stop stuff and, and he was great, I would still prioritize bringing back Maurice Hurst because I think you can find a guy like, well, first of all, Siaki Ika, when he was drafted, that was kind of his MO. Like he was, he was a run stop defensive tackle. So that's his strength. That's his play. That's what, that's his game. That's what he does. And I think if you were using Jordan Elliott mostly in the run, you know, prevent game, I think Siaki Ika, hopefully should be able to step into a role similar to that and do those things. I would prioritize bringing back Maurice Hurst because I thought that Maurice Hurst was, was awesome for the Browns. And I think getting after the passer is still such a critical element of not just Jim Schwartz's defense, but the modern day NFL defense. So we'll talk about Maurice Hurst here in a second, but I, I just wanted to mention, I think there's a lot of defensive tackles in free agency that it will be available. So I think the Browns can kind of play the market at this position. I don't think when free agency opens up and we've only got like, what's today. We've only got like a month guys until free agency is going to open up and things are going to start rolling for these teams. And I do not see the Browns going out and trying to hit home runs at the defensive tackle position, because I think, I think they're going to play this one easy. I think they're going to sit back and just kind of see what comes to them because we don't really need to press the issue at this position. And then in the draft, there's guys that I talked about with Barry, um, McKinley Jackson, uh Braden Fisk. Those are two guys that he wrote about from the senior bowl that could come in. The Browns could draft in those middle rounds and maybe have an impact in their first year or be like a developmental guy sort of like Ika was in 2023. Maurice Hurst, another free agent. He's six foot two, two fifth round pick, number 140 overall in 2018 by the Raiders. Dude was one of my favorite under-the-radar signings last offseason, and, man, he freaking balled out before he got hurt, which uh, kind of the caveat with him. He he could be awesome if he can stay healthy. That's what we talked about all last offseason, looking back at all of his prior years in the NFL and the production and the way things have gone for him. It's like, man, when this guy's healthy, he's pretty good. He's pretty good, but he gets injured quite a bit. He's a little older now as well. He's 28 years old. He's about to turn 29 this spring in May. If you are looking at his stats, he had just two missed tackles. So there's kind of a theme here with these missed tackles. There's not a whole lot of them coming from the defensive tackle position, which is really, really good. and Really, really different from years past. Maurice Hurst, 22 total tackles, uh, four tackle for loss, one and a half sacks, three pass breakups. He did have that awesome interception. And I'm kind of bummed that that didn't win play of the year in the mad dog awards, but I know it was just, just an interception, not that big of a deal, but it was cool. If you remember it against Seattle, he kind of bats the ball up to himself and catches it. I mean, it's it's cool to see a defensive lineman, a 300 pound dude, make an athletic interception play like that. So that was really exciting to see from him. Um, PFF wise, 81 defense grade, so he was the 15th overall, 15th ranked defensive tackle in the NFL. He had a 76.5 run defense grade. That was 7th best, 75.9 pass rush, 23rd best. Overall, he graded out very well, according to PFF. He had 18 total pressures, a 14.1% pass rush win rate. That was 21st overall, and he had 14 stops. And in my document here where I have contract notes, I just put please bring him back. I need more belly rubs. So that leads us into our final guy at the defensive tackle position to really talk about here. Another free agent, Shelby Harris. He was a really late signing last year by the Browns before the season started and very excited when the Browns made that move, they were able to bring this guy in. He's just a, a season vet, just a, a long time, tenured season vet in the NFL knows what he's doing. He's proven it before. And he, uh, he did some really good things for the Browns this year. So six foot 2 288. He was a seventh round pick. number 235 overall, so a late seventh round pick in 2014 by the Raiders. He's 32 years old. He's going to turn 33 here in the preseason this, this upcoming year. So he's definitely not a spring chicken in terms of uh, NFL player age. Now he missed just one tackle on the season, which was pretty impressive. He ended up with 28 total tackles, six tackles for loss, one and a half sacks, five pass breakups, a forced fumble. <laughs> Shelby Harris, what uh, was it? A, was it a blocked field goal or blocked extra point? I can't remember off the top of my head. You guys will let me know in the comments. I'm sure, but I was I was very happy that the Browns were able to get. Shelby Harris, I was very pleased with what he provided the team on the defensive side of the ball. I just thought that everything the Browns did last offseason, the defensive line that they constructed to go into the year was awesome. And it turned out that way for the most part. I, I don't know how much more you could have asked for with what the Browns did in terms of the defensive line. I was very impressed with it, and I'm, I'm very excited to see how they rebuild it. Going into 24, because again, a lot of these guys were on one-year deals. We don't have a ton of guys under contract at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see if they bring back some of these guys, if they go after different talent. And it'll all be based on how they evaluate the way things went in 23. There might be some of these guys, they say, hey, you know what? We might be able to find what we're looking for a little better, maybe at a similar price point in free agency or the draft. So we'll see how that goes. But Shelby Harris uh, signed a one-year like I said, one year deal with the Browns in 2023 for 3.5 million dollars. so I put in here, I wouldn't bring him back for anything over two, probably not with the way things are with the cap, with the money, the way we need you know other positions. I, at that at this age, 33 years old, defensive tackle, I mean if they can bring him back in like that 1.5 to two million dollar range, cool I'd be I'd be very happy to have him back, but I, I wouldn't go more than that, honestly. Now the Browns might, but I kind of doubt it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Again, I loved him on the team, thought he played well, but uh, I just don't know if he's really worth a much bigger contract than that at this point in time of his career. But again, Shelby Harris, very appreciative of what he provided for the defense in 2023. And just a quick honorable mention, free agent Sam Kamara was on the team in 2023, 26 years old, has played three years in the league, played two games for the Browns, He's recorded seven tackles and one tackle for loss. Practice squad guy, training camp type of player if the Browns wanted to bring him back in for any reason. So just thought I'd throw his name out there. But outside of that, there's your defensive line wrapped up in a nice little pretty bow for you guys going into 2024. The Browns have a lot of work to do at the defensive line in terms of, like I mentioned, restructuring, rebuilding, trying to figure out who the key pieces are going to be. But at least the center of that defensive line is still locked in and Dalvin Tomlinson. We, we clearly have the best defensive pass rusher in the NFL in miles Garrett. You know, Alex Wright could be a guy that can step up, see what we decide to do at the other defensive end position outside of Wright. Siaki Ika again, the only other defensive tackle under contract at the moment. So there will be a lot of one year deals being signed as soon as free agency starts and you know if the Browns said let's roll it back, let's let's get Hurst back in here, let's get Jordan Elliott back in here, and let's get Shelby Harris back in here, all on one-year deals to run it back and see what we can do, I'd be absolutely ecstatic with that. Those they played great this year, and I would love to see them back. I doubt all three of those guys are coming back. Again, my priority would be Maurice Hurst. But we'll see. What do you guys want to see the Browns do? Who do you have in mind? Which guys that were on the team last year that are free agents now would you bring back or would you bring none of them back? Let me know what you guys think. Drop it in the comments below. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Again, like this video, subscribe on YouTube. Help us get to that 9,000 subscriber mark. And if you would like to help support the podcast, because again, we don't talk about this a ton, but we are an independent podcast, independently run, produced, managed. Everything we do, we do ourselves. And we can only do it from the support of our listeners and all of you guys watching the show. So head to join dogs.com, join the Patreon page, whether you, you want to get in to watch the after hours podcast that we do, uh, you know, it's our bonus episode every week for members, whether you do or do not want to get into the discord, it's totally up to you, but just joining the Patreon helps support the show. And the more we can grow that community, the stronger we're going to be, the more we're going to be able to produce content my goal, my vision is, is someday in the future, we're doing at least three morning shows a week. I would love to do a live morning show two to three times a week. Ideally, it'd be every morning. That would be awesome. But we've got a ways to go to get there. But your support has helped us get from one episode a week during the season to maybe one episode a week during the off season to where we are now doing three, four, sometimes five episodes a week already. So we're growing like crazy. We've already grown a ton and it's all because of your support. So if you ever feel like, you know, I, I really like this podcast, I would like to help support them, help them grow. The number one way to do it, join the dogs.com, join the Patreon. And then, you know, all of our sponsors and everything. I don't, we don't bring products and sponsors to you guys that we don't think you can benefit from. So any, you know, when you guys buy Omaha steaks or danger coffee or better or, manly bands like that, that helps the show. Those, those purchases when you use our promo code, those kinds of things that helps the show. And we just, we love you guys, man. You guys are the best audience in the world. And I can't say it enough. Would not be where we are today without all of of your support. So we thank you. We appreciate you. And we love the Browns. We know you guys love the Browns and just very excited to continue to do this content for you guys. So that wraps up State of the Browns for the defensive side of the ball. I still got the entire offense to go through. We're going to start with offensive line on the next episode. So make sure you guys tune into that. Again, notification bell on YouTube so you don't miss the new episodes when they drop. Go back and watch the rest of the series. Cornerback, safeties, linebackers, defensive ends. I've detailed them all. And, you know, it's I think it's good information. I think it's good to know kind of just where the Browns stand prior to free agency opening up and of course the draft and we've got a ton of draft prospect stuff coming out too so stay tuned don't want to miss any of that we got it all coming for you guys and until i see all of your beautiful faces again let's go browns thanks for listening to another episode of the dogs podcast make sure you subscribe on youtube and follow us on twitter at the dogs podcast Get your thoughts on the show at the dogspodcast.com.